Hello, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Brett's Old Time Radio Show and welcome to my home here in a very festive Lime Bay. Thanks for joining me once again for our regular late night visit to those dusty studio archives of old time radio shows right here at my home on the south coast of the United Kingdom. I'm Brett, I'm your host for our Nighttime Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Well, we've had a busy day today. We've just been pottering, really, and doing some bits and pieces. We've popped over to the Mall that's not too far from us because George needed to get a couple of links taken out of his new watch. So that's what we've done today. And otherwise, it's just been quite a, it's been quite a, a chilled out day, really. Unfortunately, however hard I've tried to search for one, I've not been able to find us a festive episode of Rocky Jordan, but this one was first broadcast on the 8th of January, 1950. It's called Smokescreen. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Time now for Rocky Jordan, brought to you by Del Monte Foods, the brand preferred by more women than any other line of canned fruits and vegetables in the world. Not far from the mosque Sultan Hassan in Cairo stands the Cafe Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. The Café Tambourine, crowded with forgotten men, alive with the babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against the backdrop of antiquity. Del Monte presents Rocky Jordan and this week's story, Smokescreen. It was the other side of midnight, and I was beginning to think I'd spent one of those routine days I could forget. That just goes to show how wrong you can be. The customers and the help had gone, and I walked over to the front door to let a little air in before I locked up for the night. I got the air all right, but I also got something I wasn't counting on. Mrs. Jordan. She moved in out of the shadows like she'd been waiting there. She was inside like a magazine salesman. But she didn't look the part. She was small and dark, but all woman with eyes a little too big for her face. Monsieur Jordan, you do not remember me? Well, give me time. It'll come to me. I was a manicurist. Oh, at... sure, manicurist at Shepherd's. Oui. Uh, Adele, wasn't it? Adele Simonon. Monsieur Jordan, I had to see you. And the light's better in the daytime. No, no, this had to be tonight. I'm asking you, please, to do something for me. It will not be difficult. We ever heard that before. I'd like to help Miss Simonon, but it makes a long day. I will pay you if that concerns you so much. I ask no favors. Well? I can answer better if I know what it's about. Oh, thank you, Monsieur Jordan. Wait here for the moment. She moved out the door again and walked a few steps to a shadow near the corner. Then they were both coming back. The shadow was a man, much older and grayed. I wasn't sure about the pallor in his face, but the look in his eyes meant something. I'd seen fear before too many times. Monsieur Jordan, this is my father, André Simonon. Hello, Simonon. Monsieur Jordan, I... Must explain that what we ask is my daughter's wish. Please, Papa. It is settled. There is no other way. Maybe I'm the one to decide that. What's this all about, anyhow? It is little to ask, Mr. Jordan. We wish only that the Café Tambourine remain open for us tonight. That we be permitted to stay here. Oh, I get it. Big convention in town, huh? Hotels are all full. You do not understand. We also wish that you stay here with us to watch my father. 
He needs watching. I'm trying to tell you. You have only to witness my father's presence here. Oh, I expected something like that. Good night, Simono. The tambourine closed ten minutes ago. You will not help us. Look, I've been taken in in my day, but this isn't my day. You walk in here and tell me you want a witness for Papa. Why? Because somewhere in Cairo, something has happened or is going to happen. Either way, it won't be good. Because I'm supposed to pull the chestnuts out of the fire. Oh, no thanks. I burned too easy. I told you I'd pay you. The police work for free. But we can't go to the police. If you let me explain. Sure. I'll stop in for a manicure someday. You can tell me all about it. You see, Adele, I was right. And I thought you were the one person who would help. I was mistaken. Come, Papa. Uh, uh, Monsieur Jordan, I do not blame you. Our situation is hard to understand. Monsieur Jordan, your answer is still no. I don't have to spell it out, do I? Good night. She looked at me for a minute without another word. Something in her eyes made me wonder if I ought to change my mind. But I was too late. She turned and opened the door. That's when Simono stopped in his tracks. The cat! <gasps> the cat! Adele! Simono, get away from that door. Jordan, help me. Here, here, let me. Adele. Adele, mon fille. Mon petit fille. Stay back, Simono. Let me look at her. Monsieur, she... she's... I'm sorry, Simono. So, the cat. Simono, wait. Keep away from the door. Do not hold me, monsieur. Let me go. Get out there. Listen to me. The cat. Simono, come back. Simono. I stood there trying to realize what had happened, and the answer wasn't pleasant. All they'd asked for was a little help, and I'd said no. And now Adele was lying dead at my feet. And her father had gone out of the door with a look on his face that spelled more trouble. I called Captain Sam Savaya, Cairo Police. He made it to the tambourine in a hurry. And while he examined the girl, I told him everything I knew. Most regrettable. All right, go on, Sam. Tell me I could have stopped it. Well, you have no reason to condemn yourself, Jordan. I'm not so sure. You saw nothing of the assailant? No, but Simono did. All he said was the cat. So this is what we must find, the cat. Aren't you forgetting something more important, Sam? More important? Andre Simino. I saw the way he went out of here. He's after revenge, Sam. And who can blame him? Don't you see? He'll cause more trouble for himself unless he can be stopped. The duty of the police is quite clear. We are able to function only after a crime has happened. Oh, sure. That's great. You'll throw half the Cairo police force into a hunt for the cat. But you won't spend five minutes trying to prevent a murder. I tell you, my hands are tied. I'm interested in Simino only as a material witness. We will find the murderer of his daughter, of course. Sure, you'll find him dead. Perhaps. Unless. Oh, I get it, Sam. Unless I get to Simino first. Well, that made it pretty clear. If Simino was to be found, I had to find him. I left Sam and his boys to take care of the girl and started out into the Cairo night. I wasted two hours and 20 piastres asking questions to try to get a line on Simino. No results. That left the Shepherd's Hotel where Adele worked. A sleepy night clerk gave me her address in the French Quarter across town. It was already daylight by the time I found it. I didn't expect Simino to be there, and I was right, but I made enough noise in his door to raise a neighbor. What he told me sent me back north across town to the Bulak Shipping Company. They were just opening up, but a workman was already there scraping a name off the window. It said J. Constantine and A. Simino. The name he was scratching off was Simino. Inside, a red-headed secretary sat at a desk in the outer office. 
putting on her face for the morning customers. She kept right on with the lipstick. Well, an early bird. Do you have an appointment? Why? Do I need one? Uh, well, that depends on who you really wanted to see. I could be satisfied right now. Are you asking for an appointment or a phone number? I bet you got a lot of them there in that book. Andre Simonos, maybe, huh? Haven't you heard? He's not with us anymore. Anything else you can tell me about him? No, but I could try. I get an hour off for lunch. So do I. But right now, I'll settle for Jay Constantine. He's awfully busy. Oh, he's got a minute. I said he's busy. What is the meaning of this? Who are you? My name's Jordan. Doris, I told you I was seeing no one. Mr. Jordan's the impetuous type, aren't you, Mr. Jordan? But, uh... Be gentle with him, Juno. I might want him back. I'll speak up. What do you want? I hope I didn't interrupt your morning paper. You did, but that doesn't answer my question. I thought you might be reading about Adele Simino. Adele Simino? What about Adele Simino? I was reading about a safe robbery last night at the Nile Investment Company. Oh, I see. Does that tie in with it? Mr. Jordan, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, then I'll tell you. Adele Simino was killed last night. Shot down in my cafe. What? Yeah. I see. Sit down, Mr. Jordan. Please sit down. This is a terrible shock. Terrible. Andre and his daughter loved each other very much. How did this thing happen? We don't know. I was hoping you could help. Anything, anything, Mr. Jordan. All right, then, let's start with why Simino's name is coming off your window. Oh, that. He quit the business several days ago. He... Didn't tell you? No. Any special reason? Just decided he wanted out. I'm sure it has no connection. Well, maybe the cat can tell us more about that. The cat? That doesn't mean anything to you? Should it? I don't know. But we've got to find Simino. He seemed to know who did the shooting, and he's out for revenge. To kill or get killed. Yes, of course. Andre would think of revenge. That girl was his whole life. After the way she stuck by him through... Everything. Yeah, everything. September 39, Paris, you know. She still had faith in him, waited for him, to help him when he got out. September 39, Paris, uh, got out of where? Why, out of... Mr. Jordan, I thought you were a close friend of his. That's right. Obviously, you're not. And I have told you too much already. Now you can get out. Touchy subject, Mr. Constantine. I said get out, or I'll have you thrown out. Half hour later, I was at the Cairo Library going through the Paris newspapers for September 1939. And it paid off. The third paper I went through carried a story of a robbery conviction. Expert safe-cracking, defendant Andre Simonov. And that made me think about something else Constantine had mentioned. The safe-cracking job at the Nile Investment Company just last night. Well, Sam could tell me more about that. I drove to the tambourine, parked out back, and started from my office door on the phone. I didn't quite make it. I did not enjoy waiting, Mr. George. Right there, my search was over. I hadn't found Simino, but I had found the cat. He looked like one and he sounded like one. And he was very much alive. Observe me, Mr. Jordan. I'm looking at the gun. The same one that killed Adele? So you saw me at the window last night. Who were the shots for, Adele or her father? She was at the door at the wrong time. Yeah, so they were for Simino. And then he said many things, did he not? Only two words. The cat. Ah, two words that mean death to you now. Why were you after him? 
Why was he marked for killing? I talk no more. No more, Mr. Jordan. I felt nothing. It wasn't me, but the cat that slumped against the door. The sound of a lot of footsteps sent me whirling. In time to see a figure stuffing a gun in his pocket, dart out of the alley to the side street. Hey, stop! Come back! Come back here! I stood there looking after the fading car, and I knew I'd failed. There was nothing now but to call Sam and tell him who I'd seen running away from the killing. I was sure who it was. Adele's father, Andre Simino. Del Monte Foods is presenting tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan. Cheeseburgers, egg burgers, sun burgers. Seems like everybody's inventing new ways to serve hamburgers. But as far as lots of folks are concerned, there's just one way to make them all taste their best. And that's to serve them with rich, extra lively Del Monte catsup. Mmm, now you're talking, Larry, and talking flavor. Yes, believe me, that Del Monte catsup has a special zip. A zesty kind of spiced tomato flavor that has just what it takes to put smacking good flavor into a hamburger or do justice to a steak. Well, let me tell you, I certainly make it a point to keep Del Monte catsup in my house. I just can't afford to be without the lift it gives the low-cost foods that I serve so often. You know, Larry, there really is something different about Del Monte catsup. You bet there is. You see, Del Monte catsup is the only catsup made with pineapple vinegar. And pineapple vinegar is a superfine, sparkling vinegar that coaxes out an extra measure of real, deep-down flavor from those plump, vine-ripened tomatoes Del Monte uses. Yet, for all its goodness, Del Monte catsup actually costs less than many other quality brands. Now, there's value for you. So make yours Del Monte catsup next time. You'll say you never enjoyed catsup so much. <laughs> Now we take you back to Cairo and tonight's Rocky Jordan story, Smokescreen. All I'd wanted was to find Andre Simino and keep him out of trouble. But I didn't make it. And it looked like he'd paid the cat in full for Adele's death. So my job was still to call Sam Sabaya and tell him to pick up Simino. Not for safe-cracking now, but for murder. I got my office door open, stepped over the cat's lifeless form, sprawled half inside and half out, and reached for the phone. Just then, the door for my cafe opened. There stood Constantine's red-headed secretary. Forget about the lunch, Rocky. Not in here, Doris, not now. Oh, you mean we're not quite alone? Just wait for me in the cafe, huh? You shouldn't have done it, Rocky. It was Simino's job. That's why I wanted to find him. Poor fellow. And dressed so nice. Don't touch him, Doris. What's the matter with you? Keep away. Very well, Rocky. Then you will find it for me. Well, everybody carries a gun. Search him quickly. Go through his pockets. Sure. Is there anything in particular? Only the key to his fiat, nothing more. Get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is what you want? Toss it over here on the floor. Thank you, Rocky. But don't try to follow me. You wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it at all. She ducked out the open door, and I was on the phone dialing Sabaya. 
I got a quick answer, told him to get over to the tambourine on the double, and hung up. Then I ran to my car, spun out of the alley, and up to the main drag. I was in time. The little Fiat was speeding down the hill three blocks away. After a while, the car pulled up at a deserted spot near the river docks. She was outside, opening the car trunk. She found nothing, but kept hunting. Under the car seat, under the floorboards, under the hood. But still no luck. Finally, she gave it up in disgust, left the Fiat, and started walking toward the Nile Drive. When I saw her flag down a taxi, I turned to get back to my car. And bumped right into a big, shiny badge. You will come with me, Mr. Jordan. In my car. Oh, Greco, you're just in time. Get after that taxi. There's a girl in it that can tell you plenty. You feeble attempt at delay avails you nothing. The Captain Sabaya wishes to see you. Ah, he can wait. Enough, Mr. Jordan. The Captain Sabaya is most annoyed by your manner of hanging up the phone without explanations. Ah, it is an order. Uh, all right, Greco, let's go. And so there is violence and still more violence, Jordan, and always at your very door. All right, Sam, you got the cat now. That's who you wanted. You are telling me that the man murdered at your alley door is the cat? Of course he is. He admitted killing Adele last night. And who killed him, Jordan? I wasn't looking. Indeed. Of course it was him, you know. We will most certainly find him now. Sure, you'll find him. A man sees his daughter cut down right in front of him. He can do nothing but square it, and then you get real busy. Jordan, do not forget, retribution is a concern only for the... All right, Sam. What would you have done? What could any man do? My feelings are not important. Uh, Well, what do you know about the cat? Very little, except this bullet which we have found in him. Uh, 32, huh? Now, Jordan, why were you not at your cafe when I arrived? I was tailing somebody else you'll want, Sam. A red-headed secretary named Doris. She works for Simono's old partner at the Bulak Shipping Company. What has she to do with this? Well, ask her. I'd have brought her in, only that's when our good friend Greco showed up. Greco did only as he was ordered. Yeah, sure. Look, Sam. Simono was once in prison for safe-cracking. Could that connect up with the big job at the Nile Investment Company last night? Perhaps Simono himself will clear that up. When we find him. All right, Sam, have your fun. Sam didn't stop me, and I went out. Pretty soon, Simono would be found, and that would be that. I tried to walk it off, but things wouldn't sit right. A lot of things. One was a redhead named Doris. I had to get her story. It was late evening when I got to the Bulak Shipping Company. The place was already closed. I'd just taken a hold of the doorknob when it happened. Shots were from inside the building. I twisted the knob without thinking, and the door came open. The outer room was empty, so I went on into the office. The first thing I saw was what had been Jay Constantine lying on the floor and slumped down in a nearby chair, gun still in his hand, was Andre Simino. Simino. Uh, Simino, what's the matter with you? Snap out of it. Uh, uh, oh, Monsieur Jordan, when did you come? Too late. What do you mean? I... I cannot seem to remember. Something happened. Take a look at Constantine. That'll help. Then I did kill him, as I came to do. Listen to me. Tell me why they were after you. Uh, It does not matter now, monsieur. Constantine was your partner. What else? Yes, we were partners, but not here. Then what, then? Robbery? Safe cracking? Yes. I had great skill with locks and nitroglycerin. Constantine did the planning, but finally I was caught in the act, convicted and sent to prison. Uh, You do the work and take the rap. When I got out of prison, it was my daughter who convinced me that I must not return to crime. 
Constantine also seemed kind. He invited me to join him as a partner here in the shipping business. It was my chance to live a decent life. Only what happened? Constantine have other ideas? Yes, he suddenly announced to me that all plans had been made. I was to carry out these orders. A safe-cracking job at an island investment company last night? Big haul of negotiable securities? Yes, then, you know, Constantine was commanding. I did not know what to do. Again, my daughter Adele convinced me I must not do it. I called Constantine by telephone and tell him that oh, he was in great fury and said that if I would not do it, he would do it himself and leave evidence that I had been there. Yeah, and that's when you and Adele came running to my cafe. But only to ask you to witness that I do not have a part in the robbery. But Constantine had to get rid of you then. You knew too much. That is why he sent the cat. Not to kill my daughter, monsieur. Me. To kill me. I only wish it had happened so. You know what I have to do now? The police have got to know. It does not matter now, monsieur. First, you better hand me that gun. Take it quickly and call the police. Hey, wait a minute. Hmm? This the one you used? Why, why yes, of course. Is not Constantine dead? No. There's no cordite smell in the gun and none of the shells have been fired. But, monsieur... Besides, this is a thirty-eight. The bullet found on the cat was a thirty-two. How could that be? I, I went to kill him. You saw me. I do not remember, but uh, how could it be otherwise? I got a good idea, Simino. But right now, you're getting out of here. Hold up at the nearest hotel and stay there. I watched him as he went out and closed the door behind him. I held up a second, then I heard footsteps in the warehouse behind the office. A moment later, the door opened, and it was exactly who I expected. Rocky. Ah, you work nights around here too, Doris? No, I just got here. What are you doing here? I'll show you. Have a look, Doris. I see. It's Constantine. You don't seem very surprised. Oh, it's, it's just that... I don't know how I feel. Simono did it, of course. Sure, who else? What do you mean by that, Rocky? Now, why did you come here tonight? I just came back to get a few things I'd forgotten. Same things you were after at my cafe when you grabbed the car key off the cat? The same things you were scratching for in the little car but didn't find? A stack of negotiable securities that Constantine hijacked from a safe at the Nile Investment Company? You know a great deal, don't you, Rocky? Not as much as you do, Doris. Come on, let's have it. Rocky, I worked for Constantine. I did only what he told me. I had to. What'd he tell you? Only that he'd given the securities to the cat to hide. He didn't trust the cat. I was sent to watch him. When I found him dead at your cafe, I had to get the securities. I, I was afraid. Sure, you were real scared, weren't you? Tell me something. Where'd you meet up with a guy like Constantine? One meets up with many people on the continent, Rocky. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I knew you'd believe me. I knew you would, Rocky. Yes, it's black smudge on your sleeve. Right. Mascara, I guess. It doesn't matter. No, not mascara. But we know what it is, don't we? I don't even know what you're talking about. But come on. Let's find out. I kept hold of her wrists and dragged her through the warehouse, out the back door, into an enclosed lot. And there it was, a big incinerator. We went to it. She stood there silently as I opened the metal door and reached inside. First thing my hand touched was what I wanted. Bulky envelopes. A lot of them. You don't have to open them, Rocky. The securities are all there. You're in a big hurry to hide them, weren't you? The soot on your sleeve shows that. 
Does that make you feel very proud of yourself? You couldn't have carried that smudge very long without noticing. Now, what happened? You heard me coming in the door. You hit him quick, figuring to come back and get him after I was gone. Did I leave out anything? Just one thing. Yeah? That I have a gun. Rocky, no! Can't do it twice, Doris. No! Rocky, give it to me. Yeah, answer's too much. Yeah, 32, like the slug found in a cat. I figure the same will be found in Constantine. Sure, two shots gone. Rocky, listen to me. It looked easy, didn't it? All you had to do was get the cat and Constantine out of the way, and the securities were all yours. You knew Andre Simino, half crazed with grief, was after them both. So you stayed with him. Only you fired the shots, not he. But he didn't even realize that he was to take all the blame. Rocky, Rocky, listen. They're gone, both of them. I... We have securities now, you and I. No one has to know. That's possible. We could keep that lunch date. We could keep a lot of them. Not for an awful long time, Doris. But why? Because you won't be around. Not after the police get through with you. In just a moment, Rocky Jordan returns to conclude tonight's story. As a mere man around the house, it's a little out of my line to tell anybody how to make a food budget behave. But I do know how many, many women insist that there's no help like Del Monte tomato sauce when it comes to making thrifty cooking good cooking. Don't you be telling me about Del Monte tomato sauce, Larry. Why, my mother uses it, and so did her mother before her. Well, why not? After all, Del Monte is the original tomato sauce. The way Del Monte combines those fine, ripe tomatoes and zesty spices is a special secret. It must be. No other tomato sauce has ever matched Del Monte's flavor. You know you can depend on it, too. That's extra important with tomato sauce, it seems to me, because you cook it in. That's right. The tomato sauce represents only a fraction of the cost of your other ingredients, but its flavor can make or break your whole recipe. Now, Del Monte tomato sauce makes any dish a success, and no mistake. Try it in your favorite stew or meatloaf recipe, friends. Taste for yourself why it always pays to get Del Monte tomato sauce. Back now to Rocky Jordan for the conclusion of tonight's story. Well, I walked Doris out of the Bulak Shipping Company building, put her in my car, and took her to the Cairo Police Headquarters. I gave Sam a quick rundown. He dispatched some boys to go for the body of Jay Constantine. Then I waited while Sam put Doris on the grill for a while. When he came out, he motioned to me. Come with me, Jordan. Oh, where are we going, Sam? You will learn in good time. Come along now. Okay, but let's have it, Sam. What did Doris tell you? She confessed everything. There was little else she could do. Especially when we found that the shot that killed Constantine was also from a thirty-two, her own gun. Uh, it's easy to put together now. Constantine planned the safe-cracking job. When Andre Simino backed out at the last minute, Constantine decided to go ahead with it. In the meantime, sending the cat to kill Simino, who knew too much. And that was when the unfortunate Adele brought her father to your cafe? Yeah. Only for my witnessing that Simino wasn't at the scene of the robbery. The cat killed Adele by mistake. Thanks to my help. After that, things looked simple for this Doris woman. As Constantine's employee, she knew of the robbery. She had but to kill him and his assistant and get the stolen securities for herself. And all the time, the pressure would be on Simino. Everybody knew he was out for revenge. Well, she had us fooled for a while. Even Simino was fooled. 
A man half crazed with grief and the thought of revenge, who did not even know that the shots were not from his own gun. So, uh, what about him now? He has achieved no wrong. Surely his unhappiness for his daughter is enough for him to bear. Thanks, Sam. Now, for the last time, where are we going? <laughs> for once, Jordan, I thought I would drive you home to your tambourine, where you belong. Well, then hadn't you better turn around? You passed the place four blocks back. the finest in tomato flavor, enjoy the whole family of Del Monte tomato products. Del Monte catsup and chili sauce. Del Monte tomato sauce and tomato juice. And Del Monte whole peeled tomatoes. Remember, buy wisely. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Rocky Jordan, written by Gomer Cole and Larry Roman, stars Jack Moyles in the title role with Jane Novello as Sam Sabaya. This program is produced and directed by Cliff Howell, with original music composed and conducted by Richard Arunt. Remember you have a date next week at the Cafe Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. Same time, same station. And the story is The Loomis Affair. Bring all the delicious flavor of tropical fruit to your table. Serve Del Monte Pineapple. Yes, as a refreshing dessert or as a perfect salad with the main course, you'll really enjoy the luscious tropic flavor of Del Monte Pineapple. Larry Thor speaking. Rocky Jordan is presented over CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed our latest adventure with Rocky Jordan. And don't forget more adventure tomorrow with those Tales of the Texas Rangers going live at 5 p.m. GMT. Don't forget we've got a supporter page if you want to check that out, patreon.com forward slash Brett's Old Time Radio Show. Thanks for listening. I'll be with you seven days a week, each and every week, and I'll see you tomorrow on Brett's Old Time Radio Show. Love you. Bye.